0: Hi, my name is Angela, and this is the first edition of my new podcast, Exploring Women's Issues, Hearing Women's Voices and Stories, and Looking at the Imagination and the Therapeutic and Healing Benefits of Writing when Dealing with Personal Issues or Traumas. My aim in this podcast is to examine and explore a diverse range of issues that affect women of all ages whether that be relationship issues, body image, trauma, or mental health issues. Before we get on to the first session, I thought I'd give you a little bit of background information on me, my story, and the reasons why I chose these topics and issues to explore in a podcast. As someone who is only just discovering her own voice and place in the world, I want to examine topics that are close to my own heart and that resonate with me both as a woman and also as a survivor of some of the issues discussed. I believe passionately in the power of writing to help heal ourselves by unlocking our lost voices and allowing the freedom to express or repress selves, our passionate, creative and often wild sides. I want to share my experiences of how writing has helped me at various points in my life and also hear from other women who have shared some of those experiences or have found writing to be a therapeutic influence in their own lives. I believe that by sharing our stories, we can help each other. We can light the path to help others find their own way. Life can be so difficult, and it's our responsibility to learn lessons, to gain self-knowledge and to grow as people, and then pass on that knowledge for the benefit of others. It's our responsibility to help each other heal and rediscover our power. My own journey with writing began in my very early 20s when I suffered what I now recognise as my first breakdown. Having always been someone who suffered with particularly chronic low self-esteem and anxiety, I was particularly vulnerable to body image issues. This would manifest itself at the age of 20 in a very serious episode of Anorexia Nervosa, which would almost cost me my life. I was always a very introverted person throughout my early life, with only a close and small circle of friends. I was shy, unconfident and an avid bookworm. My home life at the time was somewhat dysfunctional in that my mother had suffered two strokes at age 34, one of which was devastating. I was only 10 at the time. There was a profound lack of security and safety in my early years and I now believe that my disorder was a misguided attempt to assert some control over my life by controlling what entered my body. The low self-esteem I'd already suffered from began to transform into something much more sinister and serious, self-hatred. I developed severe body dysmorphia, obsessive compulsive disorder and neurotic perfectionism, combined with anorexia nervosa, which eventually saw my weight plummet to below five stone. The effects on my body were catastrophic and my periods ceased altogether. I developed jaundice due to my liver beginning to fail and also hypothermia as my organs tried desperately to conserve some heat within them. My body was quite literally beginning to consume itself from the inside out. I was imploding. It was during this time that I began to write for the first time since I was a child. A psychologist whom I'd been assigned to requested that I write down my life story on paper. Being a chronic people pleaser, I embarked with delight on this journey, intent on doing my homework correctly and perfectly like I always did. Little did I know then, this piece of writing was to be the turning point on which my life hinged. By writing this piece and delving into the patterns inherent inside the family, in my mind and in my beliefs, I will be able to finally see some light at the end of the dark and tormented tunnel in which I lived at the time. Sitting down that day, as daylight was just beginning to peep over the edges of the blushing clouds, I set down to work. I finally allowed my pen to move across the page undeterred. Without control, something which I'd never applied to myself before. I allowed myself to just be free. To my utter astonishment, the words flowed from my pen streams, torrents of emotion with total unfettered freedom. It was as if my pen had a life of its own, as if all of the bad feelings I'd kept hidden inside me had suddenly broken free of their restraints and were pouring down the mountainside of my mind gushing and rushing like a waterfall, spattering the blank page before me with words I'd held back for so long. All of the pain, the hurt, the anger that I had held so tightly at bay, now unleashed, cursing through my veins and dripping from my fingertips. I can quite clearly remember the catharsis of this feeling, the joy of being allowed to express myself without worrying about how it looked to anybody else, the utter joy of just being free. It was this freedom, this unboundedness that led me to finally see the answers which I'd been looking for. I wrote and wrote and wrote, eventually writing about 20 pages. I think we looking back, telling my story from birth to my disorder and how it felt to be me. All of the patterns, the limiting beliefs, the flawed feelings about myself and others were all there staring back at me in the cold light of day. This was the truth. The truth that I'd been never been able to speak, the truth that I'd held back, the truth I'd never been able to face before—things about my family, myself, and my life that I'd never been able to cope with—there on the page, looking right back at me. I could quite clearly see why I was suffering the way I was. When other girls my age were out dating and partying, I was starving myself because I hated myself. It was this awareness and self-knowledge that would lead me onto the path of healing and it was the start of a flurry of writing in which I wrote poem after poem about what I was going through. I was finally able to get the tormented and tangled thoughts which ran through my head, out of me and onto the page. Afterwards I felt lighter, clearer, calmer. This was the first step on a long, long journey, but it was also the first time I realised the power of writing and how writing could help. Self-esteem was to remain something I struggled with throughout my life. This issue was not solved at the time of my eating disorder. In fact, if anything, I papered over the cracks, and inside I remained the same girl, with the same faulty thinking and beliefs. This would then later manifest itself in the guise of three toxic relationships, which spanned my 30s and early 40s, which were increasingly detrimental and serious to my mental health and my view of myself and of life. It was as if the universe needed me to learn a lesson, and so it kept showing me that lesson in a variety of different ways. Each toxic relationship reflected back at me my own inability to love and to care for myself, just as my anorexia had shown me all those years ago. I still believed that in some way I was defective, not good enough, never good enough. With each relationship I became more psychologically damaged and my self-esteem plummeted. By the end of the third relationship in which I suffered mental, emotional and sexual abuse, I was a shadow of the girl I had formerly been. There was nothing of me left and I was severely damaged by this relationship to the point where I became suicidal and suffered a possible nervous breakdown. I was completely lost. It was during the time of the breakdown of this final relationship that I once again discovered writing. Once again it became the tool by which I could delve into the dark recesses of my own mind and bring the horrors out into the sunlight. It once more allowed me to tell the truth on paper, things I was unable to face in my life. It allowed me to see what was happening to me in the cold light of day, to see the red flags which I had ignored to see the truth of what was happening and to recognise that it did not match what I was being subjected to within the relationship. It allowed me to eventually find myself again and to take back the control of myself, my body and of my life. It allowed me the distance I needed from what was happening by viewing it on paper in a more objective way. It made me open up and tell the truth to those who cared about my welfare and to receive the support that I so badly needed. It helped me to see it for what it was, abuse. It also helped me to recognise that I was allowing it. I was abusing myself. And with that knowledge came the breakthrough. If I was abusing myself, then I was in control, not them. This shift in consciousness and the acceptance of the reality of the horror I was enduring and had put myself through was quite literally the hardest thing I've ever had to face. However, in the breaking down is the breaking open. And it was through this trauma that I became involved with Writing on the Wall and with the It's Not Okay project for women vulnerable to or having suffered domestic abuse. In this community, I found a warm, safe, and supportive space in which to tell my story and to hear the stories of other women who had suffered like me. It allowed me the space to explore and allow my creativity to flow and to be expressed. I will be forever full of gratitude for that and for finding writing on the wall. Through the power of writing and words, stories and poetry, I slowly picked myself up off the floor and began to not only speak my truth, but to allow myself to be heard, to have a voice, to sing, to take my power back. It is my dream to help you find yours.